What's up, Delaware? What's up, 302 Birds community? We got a very, very special guest tonight. First, I'll introduce the guest you guys already know. Gentlemen, let's give a round of applause for the gentleman returning, Mr. Anthony Fitz. How you doing tonight, brother? <laughs> Commission in the house, baby. You know what it is. Bird gang, baby. I love it. The Commissioner. That's your new nickname on the show now, Fitz. You just coined it. The Commissioner Fitz. We got Commissioner My Fitz God. in the house. And we got our buddy... From St. Joe's University, the Boston fan, the outsider, Mr. Boston Mike. How are you doing tonight, brother man? Fantastic. Happy to be here. Can't wait to talk some uh, Philly sports. Hey, well, we're happy to have you. And, uh, I mean, we'll start on a lighter note. We don't need to have any harsh feelings on this first topic, gents. Uh, we'll kick it to uh, Jackson first because I know he's very passionate about these. Then we'll do Fitz, then B-Mike, then me, then Declan. But, Jackson, the freaking Kelly Green uniforms are back. And I know you and I, since we have been kids, have been waiting for this. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I mean, it's nice to have them back. But the only shitty part is that we don't get them for another year. Um, so they're kind of teasing us a little bit, saying they're back. But we're not getting them until next season, not the upcoming season, the following season. Uh, but these are my favorite jerseys of all time, favorite unis of all time. Uh, when they're going to do with the helmet with the, the black wings, it's going to look fucking sexy as shit. Um, and I'm definitely, I'm all about it, all about it for sure. What, uh, what overall are you looking forward to more seeing the all black with the black uni or the Kelly green returns? <laughs> Kelly green returns. Of course. Just making we've, sure we've seen the all black in the past couple years. Like we haven't seen these Kelly green unis in, in a while. So, um, I don't know why it took so long for us to get them back, but it's nice to have them back for sure. Yeah. No, that's facts. Fitz, what are your thoughts, bro? Yo, man, Kelly Green. You see, I got the Kelly Green hat on. Man, <laughs> Kelly Green, that's my childhood, man. That was my childhood. That was, that was the ultimate weapon, Randall Cunningham. Facts. And the fact that we wait till next year to get it, I'm okay with that. Because if Howie don't fuck this up, even if he <laughs> fuck it up just a little bit, we, we should be dope by 2023. That's facts. He's in a position where you can't fuck this up. He's going to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're going to end up drafting a quarterback from who gives the fuck university and really trash. First, the first pick is going to be that the quarterback from who the fuck knows where. Yes, fact. Fact. <laughs> who the fuck knows state? Hey, who the fuck knows state university? Come on, give him that. <laughs> And this guy is going to be trash. And we'll probably be trash for like the next seven years. But we, we, we got too much leverage, man. We got too much leverage. If we could just get one solid play out of them three, and we still got decent picks in the second and third round, we can still pull some players out of it. Now, that's that's a really, really good point. Uh, B-Mike, I mean, from a, from a rival opinion, somebody who you've played against, I know from my, my, uh, experience a lot in college, I would play in these as you would play in the red Pats uniform throwbacks. These are back. Are you hyped to see it? I'm jealous, man. I'm jealous. I like your <laughs> uniforms a hell of a lot better than mine. Not going to lie. Um, I do like Pat the Patriot, but there's something about the, the green, that uh that really stands out. So no, you guys are you guys are gonna kill it. Maybe not. Yeah, it's you said it's not coming this year. Coming next year. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you guys get better look better look forward to that. So yeah. I think it's gonna be nice to see. Have you heard any like thing about the Patriots bringing back the Pat the Patriot like the red uniforms yet or no? They go red sometimes, um, but as far as like, not really. I mean, they do it like on occasion, like on like a very special occasion. Um, so there's no, like, it's coming back. Like it's like usually released, like, I think like two or three days before the game starts or something like that. So yeah, it's mostly, um, yeah, just when I feel like it, I guess. It's pretty last minute. I hear yeah. you. Well, here's what I'll say, guys. I mean, they're back. I have a, I ordered literally a Devante Smith Jersey like this one, a t-shirt from China. It's actually right here in my closet. I can show it to you guys right now. And then I also got it from the same Chinese website. So I'm I'm ahead of the curve is what I'm trying to say, guys. I mean, <laughs> this turned out cool, and I was ready for these to come back. Now, this one is just laughable. Ready? It looks cool on the front. B-Mike, I'm sorry to remind you. L-I-I, you know we got to do what you we got to do. You SOB. You had to bring it out. We didn't even get like <laughs> five minutes into this goddamn podcast, and you're already whipping it out on me. Look at this <laughs> shit, B-Mike. I ordered this shit from China, and they don't even capitalize my name. <laughs> 
That's what I get for getting that. But honestly, yeah, I'm, so, for. I'm so hyped these are back, guys. The guy that I can't wait to see wear these the most is freaking Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. They're going to look clean. I'm sad that it took so long, but because of the helmet rule, it did. I just say that I really hope that they do the helmet that you see on Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith's head with the green, the white outline, and the gray yeah. eagle. That is the cleanest one. I don't want what they did in 2010 where it was all gray. I don't want that. I want the three subtle accents. Give me the art. Give me the kiss. Mwah. That's that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> what are you thinking, Declan? Yep, not much to add. They're nice. I love Declan's opinion. He keeps it real. <laughs> You're not hyped to see him back. I'll give you credit, Declan. Your guys' Giants uniforms, the color rush, they're fucking clean. I can't even lie. No, I like no, our color rush. Yeah, nah, nah, sure. nah, nah. No offense. I'm not a big fan of the Giants jerseys at all. Shut well, up, yeah. Man. Well, then what am I supposed to say about the Eagles? Well, well honestly, I like the red jerseys. I read, <laughs> like the red jerseys. But other than that. Yeah, I miss of, the red jerseys. They're kind of eh. Declan, I'll let you take this one first then. I'm oh, sure that dude. you probably saw this. This man has a voice of an angel. What are you thinking? This was incredible. I was like, I was listening to it. And it was like, if you close your eyes, that's that's almost Ed Sheeran. Like, I <laughs> real close, you know? And then he took the mask off. And I was like, holy seriously this, my lotto, really like this guy like that was it was so cool i uh i was in work one morning and one of the maintenance guys came in and showed me the video of it and i was just like floored because i was like holy who is this guy so no that was a really like that was an awesome moment i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna try and hide it <laughs> I mean, Jack. Jack was pretty excited about all that work. He came in fangirling. Yeah, you you see my Facebook post, all <laughs> you see my my uh, TikToks I send you. I love singing TikToks, especially like this song. And you know, I <laughs> didn't. <laughs> fuck you. Um, I didn't. I wasn't expecting that to come out of a guy who's six eight, um, three hundred some pounds. But he sings like an angel. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, you, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that out of a guy um, who we're used to seeing on Sunday crack some skulls in. Uh, but he's a general giant, and uh, his voice is awesome. No, he's he's a freaking animal. He's he's the next big deal. What are you thinking, Fitz? I'm prepared to call him the songbird of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's dope, man. I think it's dope that, that he can carry that persona on TV, but when it's game time, it's time to pick. He can do the national anthem and play on the field. And suit up. Give me five minutes, coach. Let me suit up. Who is better, him or Jason Kelsey? Uh, I, 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 I got to go by a lot. Oh, <laughs> shit. Hot take for the future. You banking on Malata being better overall in his career in Philly? I see it, bro. I see it. All right. I like that. I, I see it. I see it. I think we got an opportunity. Like, if we could get Lindenbow sometime in this in that first round. Oh, could you imagine that lineup with Lindenbow, Lane, Kelsey? You got Dickerson, Woo. and then you got my lineup. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be nice. Man. That's what I'm saying, man. We got too many plays in our head. Like, he's going to fuck up one of them. Probably two of them, but he's going to accidentally hit on one. Keyword accidentally. Yeah. All right. Uh, kicking it to the outsider in the room, <laughs> B-Mike. What are you thinking about this guy's voice? Fitz is about to give him a fucking record label, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, if first, you don't want the executive producer <laughs> in the videos dancing, come on down to death row. <laughs> man um I, one question does this guy even freaking start on your team fuck yeah dude he's like one of the best left tackles in the league jordan malata really? seriously literally really? look him up. I'll, I'll try to pull up some stats right now to screenshot i'm Hold trying on. to i'm looking at it i'm trying to find it um i, I actually because you guys had peters right because peter is peter still on your team yeah nah How he's on he's on chicago he's now. Chicago. He's on chicago now i gotta keep up man i gotta keep up but yeah, no. So he's young, right? He's what, 25, 26? Yep. Yeah. You guys draft him? Yep. Seven Brown. So he was a former rugby star out of Australia, and the dude was just a fucking freak of nature. 
Damn. Damn. He's well, hey, sick. he can sing too. So maybe he could uh, pull your locker room together. I heard there was some, uh, some, <laughs> uh, some fight, infighting last year. Maybe he can uh, pull you guys together with his the magnificent piece. voice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, this guy's a fucking stud. I mean, I, you guys all took the words out of my mouth. I just can't believe that such a big frame can hit such a high fucking note. I mean, it's so impressive. I love Jordan Malata. Um, I'm so excited for what he's going to build on this team. And, uh, I mean, he, what can this guy not do? I mean, I think I've seen videos of him cooking now. I can see that he sings. I know that he's an athlete. He plays a fucking ukulele or guitar. What the fuck else can't this guy not do? I mean, Howie, you, uh, the, the fucking mayor of Philadelphia might as well just offer him his job, too, at this point. I mean, Christ, the guy does fucking <laughs> everything. But uh, voice of an angel, for goddamn sure. And uh, I'm very, very excited uh, that we locked this guy up because I think he fits – kind of the personality of Philadelphia very, very well. Agreed. Uh, moving on to our next topic. And uh, honestly, fellas, we got to tribute somebody who I don't think personally we would have our – sorry, B-Mike. I don't think we would have our same Super Bowl with without this guy. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins, the jink, is retiring. And uh, I honestly wish fucking Frank was on here for this because I made this stat about him. But if you guys weren't here last week, Frank said, and I'll cue the flash track in the TikTok right now, but Frank said that Malcolm Jenkins was better than Brian Dawkins. That's, I don't think, true. But I tried to pull up the stats to kind of try and justify Frank's argument. So here you go. I'll just take it first just to keep it light, just to go over everything. But in 199 games, Malcolm Jenkins had 21 interceptions, 8 touchdowns, and 24 fumbles, 2 Super Bowls, three-time pro baller and his turnover ratio. That's what Torres is on the bottom turnover ratio. What that is, is I took their total number of turnovers in their career divided by the total number of games played in their career. So how often are you really forcing a turnover in games that you're playing? And this is kind of what I found baffling. And let me just remove the timer. I'll keep it quick. Uh, but through 199 games, like I said, Malcolm Jenkins, 21 picks, eight TDs, two Super Bowls. The ATDs and two Super Bowls is all that Malcolm Jenkins has over Dawkins. They have uh, pretty similar games. Dawkins has 25 more on the dot. But look at the turnover ratio for Dawkins. Just insanely higher at 32.58%. I know you guys can't see it with the ticker. But 32.58% for Brian Dawkins with that turnover ratio. So that means like one out of every three games, this guy's knocking the ball out. That's freaking insane And nine pro balls. For me... This graphic just sums it up in my argument. Well, I mean, Dawkins no, is better, but what do you think of Jack? You know, Dawkins, I, I, like I said last week, I like Dawkins a lot better. But that tour stat doesn't really do, do it justice because he played more games. So it's going to be a higher percentage. Um, I mean, in reality, Malcolm Jenkins only had one Super Bowl for the Eagles. The other one I don't really count because he played for the Saints. Um, but, I mean, yeah – Jenkins had more TDs than a lot Dawkins. More. But uh, I just think, like, you know, if when I was growing up, um, you know, Brian Dawkins was a freak athlete on the field. Um, and they both seemed to kind of know how to control the field um, in their time when they play for the Eagles. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of hard to compare, but I'm, I'm still saying that uh, Dawkins is a lot better than uh, Jenkins. I think I think Jenkins is clear cut the number two guy though. There's no debate about that, right? Right, right. right. All right. What do you think of B Mike? Sorry, let me for a second. You good? Like, it's because look, I, I never saw Brian Dawkins play like straight up, but Truth. like whenever I think because I my family's from Philly, like all they talk about is how like much of a hard hitter Brian Dawkins was, how much this dude turned the ball over, how much he was a playmaker. Um, I don't hear that when they talk about Malcolm Jenkins. Granted, like they they love their their past and they like romanticize it, so maybe that's a bias of theirs. But like, all I hear from them is just like this dude is an absolute playmaker. Not that that Jenkins isn't. Like the dude can can hit. He can also like force the ball out. Um, but I, dude, he made what was it nine Pro Bowls? Stack that up. Against Facts. any safety, <laughs> like, uh, like literally all, any safety. 
like that goes down in like the fucking record books right there. So I think that just speaks for itself. And also Dawkins started his career a lot later than Jenkins did too. He was a lot older when he started. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Yeah, that is true. I forgot Malcolm Jenkins came out that early. That's true. Um, Fitz, what are your thoughts? I mean, Dawkins. Jenkins is a guy like, I already know how I feel about him. Like, he's a class act. Don't ever get it twisted. He's a class act. He's a model citizen. But day, I already know how I feel about it. But what I do know is, oh, you talking about the turnovers. My man had a block punt, fumble recovery, and an interception for touchdown in the same freaking game. We talking about Brian Dawkins. The opponents scared of him. Malcolm Jenkins ain't really put fear in nobody. He had that one good shot he got on Cooks in the Super Bowl, but. Michael Jacobs? Why nobody scared of Michael Jacobs? And I remember the uh the NFC Championship game, 2004. AG Crumpler catch the ball and Dawkins crushing us. You don't hear anything from Crumpler. And Crumpler was like the shit. He was like a world class tight end. After that hit, Crumpler didn't want any more. <laughs> I mean, I can't even. You're right. Like, I can't even believe that this is a debate. But that's what we got to thank Frank for coming on the show for because Frank purely judges based off of Super Bowls. I mean, Declan. I mean, can you give us kind of some insight? How do you feel about this? I I just don't like. I know it's something we talk about. Obviously, like it's a good conversation piece. But I think Jenkins like what he really meant to the Eagles was also more in the locker room than anything else. I think he was such a leader for that Super Bowl squad and everything he did for the young guys on the team and keeping that team together throughout that season. Cause if you remember, it was ugly down the stretch, like not in the playoffs or anything like that, but they started off really hot and it kind of fell apart when Carson got hurt for a minute there, like a split second. And uh, it felt like Malcolm kept that team together. Uh, so he is always going to be loved here in Philly. He meant so much to both the Eagles and the Saints. Um, and yeah, I mean, Dawkins is much better. I mean, there's no question about it. But um, I mean, Malcolm is forever going to be immortalized in this city, I think. No, that's facts. Like he, they're, they're both ideal. It's obviously one and two. It's just, it's so hard to compare somebody to Brian Dawkins. That's why I was shocked last week when Frank goes, Nah, Brian Dawkins isn't my number one. He said it was such confidence. I was like, what? Like, I, I honestly kind of believe it. Um, but since we got our Patriots fans on the show, I want to kick this topic to him first because one thing I'm hoping for is that we get B-Mike's boy, Gilly. You think that there's any chance a man can dream, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, dude, he's a mercenary at this point, right? So you pay him <laughs> the highest dollar, he's going to go to your team. That's just the way I see it. That's That's basically what he said when he left New England. So, um, yeah, you pay him, you're going to get him. Um, for anybody else on this screen, are you talking, is that Parker, number 11? Yep, Devontae yeah. Parker and then Devontae Parker, he would do really well on your team. I think your receiving core is dependent on your quarterback being able to throw accurately down the field. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, you can pretty much bring anybody you want. Like, you guys – you guys were completing passes last year. It's not like your offense was stagnant. I mean, some at some points, but that was mostly in your quarterback not being able to throw the ball down the field. So, um, granted, DK Metcalf can make any offense better. Um, so, if I were you and you could only have one of those, I'd take DK. That dude's an absolute freaking animal. So, what do you think about like Devonte though? Like, do you think he's kind of underrated? This is something we talk oh for sure about a lot yeah, of the pod. Yeah, yeah, absolutely underrated. Um, very uh, great jump ball receiver. Um, yep. I watched him play all throughout like college and then on the Dolphins. Like, I don't know, man. Like, you can't go wrong with any of these players on the screen, I think. But then again, that dude, if you're going to take a wide receiver, go after DK. And But you can't be upset with any of these players. That's it. No, that's facts. I mean, Jack? Um, None. None of them. I don't want any of them. <laughs> Um, what the fuck? What are you talking? What are you talking? Listen, listen, like, listen, oh my listen. God. DK Metcalf is literally the most gifted no, listen, athlete might, to grace the fucking field right now. L- listen to my 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 fact. I say that because yes, I would love DK Metcalf with a, with a heartbeat. But 
he's going to be too much money. And I feel like we need other holes to fill on the team than receivers. Um, we have Devontae Smith, who's a stud. Um, what's his name? Pascal. I mean, we'll see what he does. And then we have Quez Watkins. Um, so we don't really need a receiver Receiver now. We need somebody to fill in the defense. Um, and like I said, what's his name? Metcalf would love to come to Philly. We should have drafted him, but he's an idiot. Um, but, uh, but I mean, they're DK's gonna ask for too much money, and I'm not willing to give up, give, give that much money up for him. I hear that. Fitzy, gotta go, I would take Parker too, because every time I see Parker play, it was against us. He always posted us. Gilmore, see, the thing was bad. I don't want to get Gilmore because who knows how much is left in the tank. I don't want to get Gilmore. And if we get Gilmore, we're not drafting a quarterback in the first round. We need to draft a quarterback in the first round. We know, like, we're not going to draft a linebacker in the first round now because we got the, uh, the guy from San Diego. Like, no, no, we need to draft a quarter. I can deal with DK. I think he's still under contract for like two more years. So I think we'd be all right. And it would be in a position to see what we really want to do. I think I think if you got DK Metcalf, Smith, you got Goddard, you got Miles, any inefficiency that hurts guys, you got to cover it up. Now nah, that's, that's, that's truth. I mean, a- adding any of these guys – is only going to help. And Fitz, I, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. We got Frank coming on soon, so I got to have you hop off. But, gentlemen, give Mr. Fitz, the commissioner himself, a round of applause and thank this guy for coming on. My guy. My guy. Text me like a week that you want to come on for the full show, and I'll book you in. I just got to know like Monday or Tuesday. But let me know, and I got you. Sure. For sure, man. I'll talk to you, man. Bird gang, baby. Bird gang, baby. All right, Declan, how are you feeling about this, bro? Look, I mean, so We've been talking I looked... about them all year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think the thing that makes the most sense just for everybody involved is DK. You know, because I looked it up after Fitzy said it, and uh, he has one more year left on his rookie deal. So you know, you're looking at probably a mercenary, basically, but. I feel like uh, by next year they should have enough money if they want to re-up him to be able to compete. Uh, but Parker, it makes all the sense in the world for Parker to stay in Miami now that they got Tyreek. He's just the perfect complement, especially with a guy like Jalen Waddle also. So that team, they're going to need to keep Parker, I would feel like. And Gilmore, is gonna he's going to want all of the money in the world. And he deserves it, don't get me wrong. But – it just feels like gut feeling. It feels like the Panthers are going to make a run for him. Um, and they're going to have way more money than the Eagles should spend uh, on a guy like that. So uh, the Seahawks are basically a yard sale. So why not go and at least, you know, have a phone call with the front office, see what you can do. But of those three people, I think he's the guy that makes the most sense. Nah, I, I, I totally hear you. And I think mercenary, like you said, Declan, that's the perfect word. The thing is, I like mercenaries. We brought a mercenary in to win the Super Bowl for us, Alshon Jeffrey. And he was a mercenary that year. He's on a one-year deal, I believe, uh, that first year. Maybe the second year he didn't win the Super Bowl. Maybe the second year he won the Super Bowl with us. But I remember his first year, he he was brought in as basically a mercenary, one-year deal. I think it was the year we won the Super Bowl. But anyway, point is, DK Metcalf or Devontae Parker is what I'm dreaming for. I really just want a physical wide out number one to pair up with Devontae Smith, put Quez Watkins maybe at the number two, like Jack always says, and then put Smitty at the slot. Now we're cooking with gasoline. That's where Smitty's going to tear it up. Gilmore, I mean, I love that because the Eagles don't really have a cornerback two num- really figured out. But what I want to say about Devontae or DK Metcalf too is Pete Carroll said a couple weeks ago, quote, we don't intend to trade Russell Wilson. We're not getting rid of him. Okay. Well, guess what? You know what he said about DK Metcalf today? We don't intend to trade DK Metcalf. He's a vital part to our offense. Do you really trust that old motherfucker, that senile motherfucker, Pete Carroll? Because I sure as hell don't. That's just me. (laughs) No, no. You guys could easily 
Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. No, you're good. You, My fault. You, you guys could easily get him for like a third round pick. That's what I mean. Like you're not gonna <laughs> need to pay him anything this year. Like he and plus, like he's a big wide receiver and he's gonna help your quarterback actually being able to complete passes down the field. Like he can make up for the mistakes that Hurts will definitely make this year. Um, so I think that and it'll take pressure off Devontae too. Like your offense would Facts. completely open up if you guys got a, f- a freak like DK Metcalf on your team, even if it is just for one year. What do you think about, uh, from an outside opinion too, B-Mike, because I know you're a Celtics fan. Our, our guy Declan, though, he is a Sixers fan with us. But, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? You think Embiid's going to win the MVP? You think it's solidified? Uh, I've been on the Embiid for MVP train for like three years, but now he's <laughs> fi- finally figuring it out and he actually strings some games together. Um, I mean, injuries, of course, but like, I don't like to use that in a, as an excuse. Like, he's finally putting together like an actual standalone MVP season. Like, he's had spurts of that in the past, but this year is the year where he's like just unanimously like you can't even. There's no argument. Like, there's no argument. He's the most dominant center in the league this year. He's going to be the most dominant center in the league for the years to come. Um, you can say AD. You can say Cat. Like, I, I, I'll take Embiid any day of the week. That's just that's just me. And with uh, just on this note, on this note with James Harden, um, I think it's championship or bust for you guys. That's just I think it should be that. I don't think it's one more year. No, like, dude, you have the top five. You have a top five center of this side of the decade and you have a top five shooting guard this side of the decade. Like, there's no excuses here. I don't care who else is on your team. Like, this is this is it, man. Nah, that's that's facts. It's it's championship or bust. And I'm gonna kick it to the guy who knows the most about the Sixers on the podcast, the 302 bird Sixers expert, Mr. Declan Landis. MVP Declan? He better be. I'm seeing more and more people on Twitter saying Jokic and you know, oh Jokic this, Jokic that. I just in my mind, it's who is the best player? Who is the most valuable player? If this guy goes down, is his team gonna suffer because he's not there? That's what the 76ers are. We saw it the other night when they played the Bucks, and Paul Millsap let up 15 points to Giannis in two minutes and Joel couldn't be on the floor. So literally it is championship or bust. You're 100% right, B-Mike, but thanks to Glenn Rivers, it's probably going to be bust. And he <laughs> does not make it through this season no matter what happens. The Sixers could go 16-0 and in the playoffs and they should still fire uh, Mr. Rivers, just get him out. I don't want Glenn in anywhere near the facility anymore. I'm sick and tired of him blowing it for this team. What's the beef? What's the beef? He stinks. That's the beef. He's a terrible (laughs) coach. They put, he let 15 points go by in two minutes when you have Paul Reed, who has guarded Giannis great all season. Doesn't make it on the floor. And granted, my first piece, my first professional article was on DeAndre Jordan and the possibility of him being a good asset. That was completely wrong. I'll admit it. Look, he has played terribly these past few games. So why not get your young guys in there and try something different? It's the it's literally banging your head against the wall, saying, ow, that hurt, and doing it again because you don't learn your lesson. And I'm I'm getting a little heated right now, so I'm gonna calm down a little bit. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take no, it. we love it. No, we I love it. it. I'm just, I just I can't stand watching Glenn blow this because we finally got James Harden, who is somebody that everybody's been itching for, and now we have a chance at maybe Jimmy Butler in the offseason. But if we still have Glenn Rivers suiting up as the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, we're just gonna get bounced to the first round anyway. So who cares? Just like the Cowboys every year. don't say that that, man i'm with declan but declan that was a beautiful take that was probably your best work on this podcast so salute to you because i totally agree i mean you're right i used to love doc rivers back when i was swinging with b mike and i used to be a freaking celtics fan when i was younger and delusional and a delinquent uh (laughs) i i used to be a celtics fan and so i know the pain of doc rivers but i also know as b mike probably knows the joys of Doc Rivers and the good things that he can do. But I just think at this point, you're right, Declan. He, he Retire his ass. Like, Doc, it was a great run. You had a great run. But, like, you're right. Like, try something new. If it's not working, what are you doing? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And it feels like that's kind of what this team is doing. 
And Declan, oh my God, you were right too. This team is probably the most built that it's going to have been a championship since we had Jimmy Butler. And the fact that we have a shot at Jimmy Butler in the offseason, why the fuck would he come here? He'd be like, oh God, Brett Brown was a nightmare in Philly. What's another shitty coach going to do? That's just that's just how I feel about it. What do you think of Jack? Now you guys pretty much hit it. Um, this is not my my uh, strength on the show. So MVP though, I, would you like to see him win? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he is he kind of is the gel to the Sixers um, for sure. He holds that team together, um, and I mean, he deserves it. He's done so much for the team. The team was a shitty team when we when we drafted him. We kind of turned it around. Um, so he's definitely well deserving of it um, for sure. No, I totally agree. And I'll let you take this one first, Jack, then. Uh, but apparently Deshaun Watson wouldn't trade or wouldn't waive his no trade calls to come to Philadelphia uh, because he didn't want to displace Jalen Hurts. Uh, but he did it to Baker Mayfield. Do you think that this is bullshit and he just didn't want to come to Philly? you think there's some truth to that? What do you think? Oh, fuck that, dude. Fuck that, dude. He really thought he was going to take over Jalen Hurts' job. He hasn't been in, this, in the league for a year. Yes, Jalen Hurts was, you know, sketchy at best this year. But, I mean, he really is – I think he's the uh, general in the locker room for the Eagles. Um, he's very passionate about the team. And the fact that – oh, my God, that just – I didn't know that was in there. That kind of just pissed me off. I actually liked Sean Watson a lot. Now I don't because he's a fucking asshole. Um, but, no, <laughs> fuck that dude. I hope he gets injured the first week, you know. I don't know. We don't, we're not playing second. We're not playing. Who, are we playing him this year? I don't think we play the Browns this year. I don't think so. Well, if we did, I would go straight for his Achilles and just break his Achilles, you know. Fuck that dude. All right. Tell us how don't you Don't disrespect really Jalen Hurts, baby. What I'll say is this. I mean, like, you're right. Like, it's kind of just like you said, Jack. It's kind of like he's just assuming that the Eagles would trade for him, which – I mean, I do know that there's rumors that we did. Let's not lie, Howie Roseman. Like Fitz said, he's gonna fuck it up. But yeah. you gotta keep you gotta keep Hurts at this point. And I, I do think that there's some truth to this rumor. I think that kind of Deshaun Watson kind of looked at our franchise though. And think about it, he could really pick any team in the NFL that he wanted. Really, any team in the NFL. Like, and he could have, and most teams, probably I would say at least 16 teams in the NFL because there's a QB crisis right now, would have said, come on in because he's better than the guy that they currently have or just because they freaking need a QB. So, I mean, I do think that there's a little bit of truth to this, but not a ton. What do you think, B Mike? Um, <clears throat> is there truth to it? Um, uh, no, no, probably not. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, why would you care? Like, yeah, I mean, maybe they're buddies. Like, but at the end of the day, like, if you want to pick a team that you want to win with, like, that would be the reason why you want to go to a team because you want to win, right? It's not because, or like, why would you let somebody else stand in your way of like getting the team that you want? Unless you're like not that much a competitor. Yeah, like, fact. Like, that's that's not the way I see Deshaun Watson. Like, I've seen this dude ball. Um, I've seen this dude compete against the Patriots. I've seen this dude compete against the best of the best in the NFL. This dude's a competitor. Um, that's the way I see Deshaun Watson, all personal things aside. Um, like, just as a football player, dude's a beast. Dude's a stud. Um, I see the Browns going really far this year just because they have a competent quarterback and their talent is the best in the NFL. So, I mean, who the fuck is the coach this year? Does, it, does anybody know? Because that, that guy will be the guy to screw it up. For the Browns? Yeah. Stefanski. Yeah, I mean that if there's a guy screwed up, it would be the coach. So um, but it's not gonna be out of the quarterback. If if Deshaun Watson is eighty percent of what I've seen him do in te- in in the Texans, like he should at least get the Browns to the division round. Maybe the maybe the AFC championship game. Yeah. Nah, that's true. It's it's there they are the Browns are kind of like the Sixers are in the NBA. It's championship, it's really conference that. finals, yeah, final four teams. Yeah, and if you're not one of them, bust. Finals. Yeah, yeah. They got the best yeah. talent in the NFL, hands down. Like their team's their defense is filthy, stacked. their offense yeah. is stacked. Like yeah. they got all there, the there's no reason. Court. Yeah. There's no reason, man. Like if Deshaun Watson can play, like they are the team to beat. Yeah, I mean it we'll see because I mean he's been out of the league for a year now. So you know yeah. you just fucking yeah. hate this guy already, Jack. No, I'm just saying, like, I mean, he's been out of the league for a year, so yeah, yeah there play- will be some rust. Yeah. 
I hear that. Declan? Yeah, no, I'm fully with Jack. I don't even want to talk about that dude. He sucks. And frankly, I think the Eagles should never have even thought about him because, you know, if if they really think Jalen's their guy, why even pick up the phone? You know, it's like – Yep. So I either they lucked out or they made the right call because this guy is – first of all, he's terrible PR because he's a terrible person if any of that is true. Like – and I, frankly, 22 people, I don't know. I don't want to do that. That's a lot. Like, That's a yeah, lot. You're right. It's too much of a, it would be too much of a coincidence in my opinion. So I just think he's a terrible person and, you know, so. Yeah. And the, and the possibility of having games suspended, especially when you have a player with such a ceiling like Jalen Hurts, you can't deny that. But speaking of a player with a good ceiling on a positive note, and Declan, I'll let you take this one first. The possibility of the Eagles drafting Jordan Davis. This would not look good on the other side of the ball for you. No, absolutely not. Dude's an absolute unit. I would love to see him in blue. I don't think it'll happen, but, <laughs> uh, you know, he's going to – I honestly – I think he's going to get drafted a lot earlier than people think because I've seen a lot of people say, like, second round, mid-second round. Yep. I think somebody's going to pull the trigger on this guy earlier than that. I – he is unbelievable. Jordan Davis, like, wrecked offensive linemen. Like, he is – holy cow, man. Like, he can play on the inside especially. He he forklifts dudes. He picks them <laughs> up, he throws them out of the way, and he gets to the quarterback. Like, he is really, really good. And he's quick. Like, four seven eight. he was Fuck flying that. down the line during that combine. It was, it was crazy. I love watching that video because I just think it's, like, insane athleticism. But – no, he's going to be a good pick for whoever decides to get him. Hopefully. The There's Eagles. a bear on wheels for sure. Um, I don't know that it's a good one. move for the Eagles, though. Not to, like, cut off anyone. No, you're good. I don't I just, know if it is either yet. I mean, if he's there in, like, the second round, do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just not a good fit in my mind with right. Sweat and, like, you know. And, I mean, because, B, Mike, we don't – right now we don't really need – a D line, we need to fill our spots. On maybe the edge, yeah, yeah, maybe true. Edge, edge rusher. Um, I mean, we do need yeah, edge. We maybe just pick him up and have Fletcher Cox or whoever tr- uh, teach him the ways, and then once they yep. retire, he'll take over. Um, but I'm not. Yeah, he's 340 pounds, four seven eight forty, which is insane for a dude that big. Um. I mean, I think it would be a good fit, but I, I would not – I don't see – I don't want them to draft them first round. Like I said, like Declan said, if he's around, second round, pull the trigger. But don't do it in the first round. Look, I mean, I, I think anywhere defense is your way to go. Like, right. You really can't go wrong unless you're, like, drafting at the same spot. as actually, like – I mean, you have a quarterback num- cornerback number one. Everyone else is kind of, like, replaceable in my eyes on your defense. Um not replaceable. Some of your guys are older and, but they're still good, but you I still hear need, you, but you still need like some youth on that point. So what yeah. I think is you really can't go wrong at any point position on your defense. Tell me, am I wrong? Nope. Like, like, and if this guy can play, like why not fucking draft him? Like as long as you're not drafting another quarterback in the first round or second round, like, <laughs> yeah. like it, dude, it's really not that hard to screw up. Um, maybe your front office will find a way, but it's, like, man, I, I think just throw as many darts at the defense as possible. And if you think, you think this guy can play, like, pick him up, man. I love your take, B-Mike, because I would say if this guy's available at 19, take him. I don't know that I would take 15 or 16 because I think we have bigger holes. But like Jack said, Fletcher Cox got released this year. That tells you that the Eagles are not too keen on his production or his age or maybe a combination of the two. So go get Jordan Davis, 340-6-6, and runs a 4-7-8. I'll repeat that one more time for y'all. 6-6, 340, runs a 4-7-8. The two sacks and one pass is deflected. I'm not crazy about. I wish that he had a little bit better stats. But, I mean, how are you not going to double-team this guy? I mean, Christ, look at him. I mean, this guy's going to get double-teamed the whole time. So, for me, it's a no-brainer if he's there at 19. 19, I want to be clear about that. We'll see what we do with the other two picks, but if he's there at 19, roll the dice, like B-Mike said. I mean, we we need help at the entire – all levels of the defense, so why not get the best available at that position, who I think is undisputably the best D-tackle in the draft is Jordan Davis. Get a stud, man. I mean, 
Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you think your, your primary position of need is? I would say, I would say wide receiver edge or linebacker. What do you guys think? Uh, so not wide receiver, um, a linebacker and edge rusher for sure. Yeah. And speaking of edge rusher, I'll let somebody who's going to get very passionate oh about this. God. Are we the city <laughs> of second chances? I, I, I hate this guy a lot this season. <laughs> um, not going to lie. Um, he caused a lot of penalties that were not needed. Um, and I mean, I feel like we, we expected as fans a lot more out of him than he's been doing for the team. Um, yes, he had that nice play. Um, sorry to be Mike in, in the, in the Super Bowl. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. It's been a lot of, uh, frustration with him, um, I was surprised that we re-signed him. Wasn't expecting that at all. I thought we were going to release him. Penalties. Um, yeah, exactly. Like I said, I mean, I, I've had mixed feelings about this dude all season, all last season. Um, hopefully, he's changed, but uh, I'm not, I'm not, not too, not too excited for it. But um, hopefully, he does what he's he was expected to do uh, when we drafted him. We'll see. Declan. Yeah, I mean, not much more to add than that, but you got to get the penalties down, man. Like, <laughs> that killed the team. Like, I don't know what happened with him. He was so good for so long, and mm-hmm. you just got to hope it was a couple off seasons, especially if you sign him to a deal like that. Because, look, I'm sure he's a valuable, like, asset, you know? When he plays well, he's very good, but he's got to play well. And that has not happened in a little bit. So, you know, I don't want to have the recency bias or anything. So, you know, hopefully he has a good good season. But he's going to have to start strong, really prove himself. You're so right. Like, the recency bias, it sucks because that right there – sorry, B-Mike is <laughs> – we just keep saying it – is a picture of the Super Bowl when we tackle Brady by Brandon Graham, who I think Brandon Graham is, if not one of the greatest – I think he's the best lineman on the Eagles besides Reggie White ever Cox. because of that. Cox. Okay. I know. We we debate this all the time. But the point is, Derek Barnett, Jack, you hit the nail on the head with this point. We've expected so much out of this guy, Jack. Like, you're so right. Like, this guy was a first-round pick. He came out of Tennessee. And you guys remember, they were like, oh, he broke Reggie White's sack record. I'm, like, thinking, holy shit, this guy must be the next coming of Jesus Christ. Like, God damn, who's he? And then he comes out, and, like, he has an okay rookie year. He helps us win the Super Bowl. You're like, all right, he's pretty good. And then after that, it's just been downhill since. The penalties, just the sloppy play. The part that really sucks for me and that annoys me is I think that he's he's a prospect. He's a player. He's got all the raw tangibles that you need, the speed, the IQ, the strength, everything. He's just not disciplined, and that's what really, really upsets me the most. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, um, well, I'm just looking at stats, like two sacks last year. (laughs) Did did he, did he like, did you guys bring in a new defensive coordinator or something? Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Cause the dude looks like, I hate that man. (laughs) It looks like he's being used a lot more as like an edge, uh, basically like gap stuffer or like basically keeping the dude inside. He's running contain i mean that's just what his stats say i don't know you, yep, you guys you're not wrong more than me um but he did have 46 total tackles like most in his career like played 16 True. games um solo like yeah it just looks like he's being used differently um i don't know about penalties i mean i did see him commit a couple but i don't watch the Eagles religiously um what are they they're just like holding or like offsides yeah there's been uh, just Rumble everything under the three. sun yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, is that your only gripe with him? Is it just fucking penalties? If he like no, actually no, didn't so, have any penalties? so that that is a was a main factor, and also we expected a lot more out of him, like coming out of college. Um, and yeah, he's played well, but not like like they all said, recency biasy. Not within the last you know couple seasons. He's not making plays. That's yeah. just bottom right. line. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. And you guys, yeah, you guys drafted in the first round, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you brought him back, right? Uh, how much money? Not that much, I'm guessing. 
I think it was a lot. I actually, think it was, was it a lot? I don't think it was a ton, exactly. but I don't think it was bad. I think it was like in the middle, kind of. Okay. Like I, I, I don't, I don't even want to look. Like what? Eight, nine million I can't dollars? remember if it was money or just the fact that it happened. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about it. Looking at his, looking at his stats, he doesn't seem like that bad of a player. But I do get like, hey, you brought, you got him in the first round. You expect a lot more out of him. I get that. Um, so maybe it's time to reassess expectations. Yeah. So he signed a deal for three years. For fifteen million dollars. Oh, that's not bad at all. That's not what bad, but we still have him for three years. Yeah. What's his guaranteed that... money? Is that on there? Uh... Oh, true. That's a good point. That was because you can cut him after two. Yep. That's probably what's going to happen, actually. Let me, let me look. You keep talking, B Mike. Yeah. Just I'll... yeah, just well, you're well, you're loading it up, Jack. Uh, B Mike. This oh, is oh. we try to do a fun topic every week. And uh, our fun topic this week is one of these candy has to I'm go. Torn. Oh, has to go? Oh, Almond Joys. Get him out of here. Damn, that was quick. Yeah, dude. Fuck Almond Joys. Absolutely not. <laughs> What's your beef with Almond Joys? Is there a story with this? Like, I mean, I guess. Like, whenever I was younger, Halloween, I got 2008. Halloween candy. Yeah, dude, Halloween <laughs> candy. It was just like, why are you passing out Almond Joys, man? Like, Give me the king size candy bars or like get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, all right, maybe I'm being a little bit too far, but like Almond Joys never really had like the big size, I guess, maybe. Or like whenever I got an Almond Joy, it was always like the tiny little like things. And like, man, just it's not it. Wasn't it? Will never be it. That's just uh, that's my take on it. All right. Hey, honest take and, and a quick take. I, I love it. Declan, what are your thoughts? All right, so I'm a Giants fan on an Eagles podcast, but I think the next thing I'm going to say might make me be hated even more. Uh, I do not like peanut butter. Are you allergic? But with that being said, I just don't like nuts in general. So in the interest of, you know, keeping at least some sort of likability, I'm going to say get rid of the Almond Joys. Because they're the same thing. So it's like – no, go ahead. No, you're, uh, don't. What were you saying, Jack? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm rewinding it. Um, he's guaranteed thirteen million dollars. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fucked. Long, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, that's ah. not. All right, I wish it was like seven, just for your no, sake. It's but... Thirteen mil. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> good luck with good luck for three years, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, second. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. No, I was done anyway. All right, Jack. Make all honestly, your neighbors proud. Is this honestly, really controversial? I, honestly, I think it is. honestly, no, I think it is because I, I, I'm a big fan of Almond Joy. So, fuck really, for, yes, oh. yes, no Weirdo. way, weirdo. But I think my, me personally, gotta go with Jolly Ranchers. Yes, they're good, nice to. Like, oh, what the fuck? But listen, listen, listen. The reason I said that is because they get stuck in my teeth. And I'm always like digging at it and trying to get. The... Oh, boho! <laughs> Who cares? Just let, it, just let it sit in your mouth like a normal human being. Don't bite at it. it. I mean, airheads are top tier. I love airheads. Reese's peanut butter cups. Not a big fan of. I like the Reese's peanut butter eggs. You know what I mean? Easter. They're the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's well, a nah, different bro. shape. It's a mento. Nah, bro. The the ratio of peanut butter and chocolate is different on the. It's uh, like saying it's like a triangle Reese's better than a square. What was that? It's like saying you like a triangle Reese's better than a square Reese's. Uh, same fucking shit. Different shape. That's ridiculous. Better, I'm uh, you, almond joy better. is almond joy is gone, and it's literally not even close. Yeah, like, almond joys are my shit. Why he does he Why? does like them? Almond Joys and Babe Ruth's are my shit. You were the right, strangest. You you, you candy might lover. be the first person I ever. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say <laughs> either one of those candies. No, like <laughs> like you're like the candy. Where I'm just gonna trade you all the shitty candy this year. I'm gonna go trick or treating, get all the shitty candy. I want to trade it with you and be like, okay, here you go. Here's Almond Joy. Here's fucking yeah. Milk Duds. Here's fucking you know yeah, yeah, every yeah. candy that sucks on the face of the planet. <laughs> and I'll take your Reese's. I will happily. Happily take your Jolly Ranchers, you freaking lunatic. Jolly Ranchers are the best candy on this list, bro. I remember, Jack. You may not remember this, but I remember this because we have been friends so long. I never had braces. I was I had like an Invisalign when I was in high school. But remember, Jack, when you got braces, do you remember what they put in your retainer? 
a jolly rancher motherfucker jolly ranchers have been there for you forever (laughs) forever so don't betray them but no for me it's almond joy fuck almond joy jack i do agree with you the airheads are top tier and there's nothing like a reese's in the freezer or in the fridge when it comes out cold that's different jack i don't give a shit if it's shaped chocolate and coconut is so good it is oh yeah i like almond joy but I'm I'm kicking it off this list. I mean, for me, whatever you guys are, you guys are. Just do mounds instead, bro. If you like chocolate and coconut, just yeah, just eat mounds. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. <laughs> I still hate mounds too. Nah, mounds are look. I'm fine with mounds. Almond Joy, just get them out, man. Uh, you're no. so. You guys are so crazy. Declan, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What's the What's the hate on nuts? Is there a story behind that, or is just like just no? Never... I just hate it. Like I, I just. It's disgusting to me. I literally, I was like, man, maybe I outgrew it, you know, like maybe I'm just being a hater now. But I accidentally, <laughs> one of my roommates, like his aunt made him cookies or something. And um, I took a bite, not realizing it was peanut butter. It had M&M's. I, you know, I was like, oh, this is probably fine. I That was, I, I was disgusted. Like for two hours, I'm just in <laughs> wow. the bathroom, like trying to flush out my mouth. I was like, this is gross. Like, you guys enjoy this stuff? Like, I'm under the faucet, like, trying to trying to rinse out with anything I can. And it was, like, it was disgusting. Like, I just, I couldn't do it, man. I don't like know. a kid eating vegetables at, like, four years old, hates it, just flushing it out of his mouth. Yeah, I just, and, That's like, I'm not, I'm the opposite of a piggy eater. Like, I'll eat almost anything. Like, I have allergies and stuff like that. But past that, I'll eat anything. Just I can't do it. I, it's just it's nasty, man. I just. No, hey, thanks for sharing. I All was, right. Was so so on the bucket list, Jack. When Declan's twenty-one, uh, when we go to the Eagles game, get Declan to do a shot of screwball, right, Jack? Yeah. And without screwball. further ado, Jack, do you want to do the honors tonight? I mean, real quick, I want to thank B Mike. Nah, 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 nah. B Mike can do the honors. B Mike. about the honors. B Mike. What we're doing no is pressure. all you got to say is. Don't say hit that intro because Josh Zapp's a fucking idiot. You said it more than all one. you got to say is hit that outro. Say two, say a couple. We do want to thank you for coming on though. Can we give him a round of applause real quick? Thanks, man. Appreciate say a couple it. words. Appreciate say a couple it. words, and then you can say hit that outro. Gotcha. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, if there's any crazy Patriot news, you know my line. I'll be around. <laughs> um, if you talk, do you guys just normally? Is all Philly sports like? It's all Philly sports. If you Philly want to sports. talk general sports, come on up for debate with Jack. I'll get you both on there at the same time, and we can talk anything you want. All right, I'll go head to head with Jack any day. All right, <laughs> hit that outro, baby.